0: Welcome to Uncommonly More with Stacey Harris. I am Stacy. I'm the host of this show and the CEO of podcast production agency Uncommonly More. My team and I work with podcasters just like you to shift shows from frustrating time sucks to productive members of sales teams with professional strategic podcast production. You know what? I think that's enough. Let's get into the show and we'll talk more there. Welcome to episode 537. I want to talk a little bit about some of the... The myths, the lies, the BS pieces uh, that I think it fed around. Personally, I tend to think that uh, Facebook groups (laughs) are frequently to blame for a lot of these because they are just not super helpful. Uh, And so we're going to dig through those. Before we dig into that, I do want to remind you, if you have not yet subscribed to the podcast newsroom, we have a brand new episode dropping tomorrow. Well, the day after this episode releases. Uh, September 1st will be our next episode episode, at least the three things you need to go for September. If you want to know what you need to do as we move into this next month to grow your show, build a more profitable podcast, uh, and just sort of the news of September, what's happening right now in the podcast space, make sure you are subscribed over at uncommonlymore.com slash newsroom is the only way to get access. This is actually a private podcast, so you can't just go to your podcast player of choice and search for it, you will need to get the link specifically from us. So uncommonlymore.com slash newsroom is the way to do that. Uh, I want to dig into this because there's some big ones. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try really hard not to get ranty. Okay, deal? You and me, we're in this. First things first, this one kills me. Too much planning will kill my creativity. And inconsistency is fine as long as I keep showing up with my most inspirational, most impactful, most inspired work. This is nonsense. It's actual nonsense. It's really hard to sit down and be creative. It's even harder to just sit down and be creative in a way that grows your business. In a way that serves your listeners in a way that moves them from consumer to client because consumers are not who you're here to serve. You are here to serve your clients and the podcast allows you to start doing that before they actually pay you. It allows you to start giving them a taste of what's on the other side of their investment and that is not just showing up with your most inspired work whenever it happens to come to you. Frequently, I find that these podcasters are who end up on calls with me wondering why they're not getting clients from their show, why they're not – downloads aren't growing. In fact, the opposite is happening. Every time they release a show, they get fewer listeners, fewer downloads, less feedback, fewer clicks, less traffic. And they're getting crickets when it comes to clientele. And that's because you're building a show – and a process that serves you, not your listener. You're building a podcast because you want to be able to have a place to show up and talk to your audience when it suits you, which is fine. But it's a hobby, it's not a marketing tool. It's a hobby. It is a, a vent space. It is not content marketing. And it is not strategically building assets that grow your business, that serve your clients, and that help your consumers through the decision-making process so that they can make the jump from consumer to client and actually see results from their work with you. And that's that's what this myth costs you. You know, I titled this show somewhat dramatically, The three lies podcasters tell themselves that will ruin their show. This one will ruin your show. For real, for real. No BS, no scare tactics, no, you know, doom and gloom here. It's just fact. It's a different kind of show if that's what you want it to be. Because again, it's for you and not for your listener. When in reality... And we have a whole episode I did on this called This Is Your Show, and we'll link to it in the show notes. But this is your show. This isn't my show. Quite frankly, the podcast newsroom is more my show than this show is because the podcast newsroom is where I get to go and I get to talk about what's happening right now in podcasting and, and, and be a, you know a little more in the weeds with you as part of the nerdy stuff. Working with me as a client is is my favorite way to have these conversations. When we do our quarterly calls and I'm, I'm going, ooh, let's play with these pieces and what are we doing and how do we get there and why don't we reuse this series that we did and maybe it needs blah, blah, blah. That, <laughs> those things are far more for me than this is. This is for you. Now, you may not always like what's for you. This episode might be an example of that because you might be sitting there and you might be saying to yourself, But when I sit down with the strategy, that's the last thing I want to talk about. And I get that. And here's the deal. More than once, I have sat down at this microphone to talk to you, and it was the last thing I wanted to talk about. In full disclosure, this episode is not the episode I want to be recording right now. I've got some for September that sound way more fun to me than this one. But it's not for me. It's for you. And you need to know this. Because somebody out there, I don't know who, and when I find them, we're going to have words, is telling people (laughs) just to follow their inspiration. To just, you know, record whatever. And that's not going to help you. There is a difference between saying I'm going to, you know, just put together a show and start recording it for 12 episodes and talk to my audience and we're just going to try this out, and I'm going to totally DIY it. That's not the same as saying, I want to follow my inspiration. Because even if you're DIYing, and you're just trying it out, maybe you're just recording into Anchor, you're still thinking about, what do they need to hear? What do I need to tell my listener? When I sit down, and I'm getting ready to talk to you, I say, what do they need to hear? When I'm thinking about where my clients were before they became our clients, When I sit down on a sales call with one person, okay, where are they right now? What do do they have going on right now? What do they need from me right now to help them have a better show? Not how do I get them to work with us. What do they need right now to have a better show? And sometimes that's to work with us. Oftentimes it's, it's, it's to work with us. But that's because... I also asked that question when I sit down to do this podcast. You know, when I sat down today to record this and I reviewed my outline, I asked again, is this what they need to hear right now? Is this the best way for me to communicate this to them right now? I'm asking that every time. I want you to be doing the same because otherwise it's a show for you. And that is not how you get a profitable podcast in this space in this kind of structure. Okay. As we shift to number two, I think this is often the larger piece. And that is this belief that there's only one way to do it. Because generally the real problem when we talk about, I just want to follow my inspiration. And, you know, I just want to show up with my most inspired work. The real problem is actually that they think there's only one way to be strategic. They think there's only one way to be consistent. And so if you can let go of this idea that there's only one way to be successful with your podcast, there's only one way to be strategic with your show. There's only one way to Show up consistently for your listeners, you can start to embrace how you show up strategically, because here is the real real talk. If today's episode was absolutely just not going to happen, like I just i can't get my, my hoods up to it, but it did make me think of this other thing, and I want to tell you that. And it would also be helpful to you. Then I'm going to do that show. And I'm going to move this down. This show was supposed to come out like two months ago. This has been in my episode idea list for a while. This one's been in the hopper. Quite frankly, there's been a couple versions of this show. I tweaked the outline for the show before I hit record. And I was able to access that creativity to get that inspiration hit. Because I had the structure of the foundation beneath me. Because I had something here to start with. Because I'd already started down the road, it was easier for me to keep going down the road instead of me having to like from scratch think of today's episode. It wouldn't have happened and it wouldn't have been helpful. And it would have been for me and it wouldn't have been for you. It would have been me venting about some Facebook ad I saw, which is for sure what inspired this post initially because I saw some stupid Facebook ad which was quite frankly filled with nonsense to sell you a course on how to be a podcaster. It's not going to serve your goals. And again, that's for me and not for you. And so start looking at how do I take what's here for me and leave what's not? This is especially important in podcasting because a lot of the people who you're looking to, a lot of the shows you're pulling inspiration from, a lot of the experts you're getting advice from, are building and teaching podcast strategies that work for a different kind of show, that are looking to grab as many fish in the net as they can, instead of going and looking for the right fish. They're looking for quantity listenership, instead of a Quality listenership. A quantity listenership is hard to convert. You think 1% is bad. Now fill it with a bad pool of prospects. Right? I want you to be looking at, how do I get the most high quality listenership? Now it doesn't mean everything that anybody tells you is going to be BS. It means you need to be running things through the filter of, how do I make this work for me? Instead of just chasing this one right way to do things, Pull it apart. Take what works, leave what doesn't. This is literally applicable to every part of our lives. It's something I have told my 12 year old. It's something I have told myself and things completely unrelated to business. I want you to look for your way, not the one way. As we wrap up, we've talked a lot about how this show is for the listener. That this show, the Uncommonly More show, is for you. It's not for me. Your show is for your listeners. It's not for you. Here's where you've got to watch yourself, though. Because the third lie that podcasters tell themselves is that their podcast is a nurture tool. And it's not. Your podcast is not about nurturing your audience. It's about selling your audience. And I don't mean this in like a sleazy, you know, broy way whatever cliche we want to, you know, use for douchebag du jour, right? What I want you to be looking at instead is this is a sales tool. It is my job with this show to move you through the process of deciding whether the way we do things and think about things and look at podcasts is for you. And so if I'm not here regularly telling you your next best steps, even and maybe especially when those next best steps are to hire us, I am doing you a massive disservice. But if this is a nurture tool, if this is just about you and I becoming BFF, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to say, and it's time to work with Uncommonly more." I'm not. I'm not going to do the pitch at the beginning of the show to get you on the email list to get the private podcast because the private podcast is a sale. It's me asking you for something back. I want you to be looking at where are you educating your listener towards their next step because their ultimate next step is going to be working with you. And if you're not Doing this, again, you're doing them a massive disservice. I think so often we think about, oh, well, it's their show. It should be just about me giving them value. And then I can sell them in my email or my whatever. Or the two-second promo I put at the end of my episode. So that I can feel like I sold them something. No. No. You have to be educating them what the next best step is and why it's the next best step. It's why we've done the episodes we've done around what working with Uncommonly More looks like and the episode where Callie and I talked about the actual process and internals of what happens after you sign the contract or apply to get on a call with me. We've been really transparent about that because this is a tool to educate you towards your next step. And that doesn't mean it's a tool meant only to get Everybody to go and apply. Because if every single person who listened to this podcast went and applied for production work tomorrow, we would be in a real rough spot. (laughs) But if I don't tell you what working with us is like, you also don't know if it's not for you. You also don't know if maybe now's not the right time. That's why in 536, when we talked about the production and checking in with our production, we talked about some timeline stuff, right? We talked about if you're sitting at 6 months, 12 months, 18 months, 24 months, and you're like, this show works, but it does a lot of work. It's time to get production. And on the flip side, if you're sitting at an at 18 mark, 2 year mark, and you're like, I don't actually know if this show works. Hit the pause button. Go find out. Right? You have to be educating your, your listener towards their ultimate solution, which is not going to come from your podcast. It's going to come from working with you. It's going to come from your membership. It's going to come from your consulting work. It's going to come from your your services. It's going to come from your coaching packages. It's going to come from your retreat. It's going to come from your course. It's going to come from whatever it is you're putting them into next. That's where their next step and their solution is. Not free content. Because ultimately, how much action? are consumers taking versus how much action are clients taking? And your job is to educate them towards the process of becoming clients instead of consumers or going to consume something else. That last part got a little soapboxy, but I think you got the point. (laughs) This is really, really, really important because it's what makes a profitable podcast and not a time suck pain in the ass one. As we were going through today's episodes, you felt that like twinge of like, oh, that one hurt. Reach out. Let's talk. Let's have a conversation. Head over to Uncommonly More. There's two ways to work with us. We've got, of course, our production services, but also maybe you just need somebody to sit down and get some clarity on some questions. Say, hey, how do I build out my strategy? How do I, how do I start looking? At, how do I see if this thing is working or not? To find out whether production is going to be impactful and beneficial and a good investment of my time and money and energy, then book a single session. But for most of the pain points you felt today, for most of the twinges, it's going to be about getting some ongoing support. It's going to be about partnering with a production team that is really there to support you and build a show that works for you and works for Your listener, all right. And to learn more about that, go to uncommonlymore.com. I will see you next week. If you made it to this point of the show and you still happen to be listening, which statistically is unlikely, I want to say thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out with me today, and I want to hear from you. So reach out on social or via email and let me know what actions you're going to take from today's episode because. Honestly, that's why we produce the show. That's why I record this show. That's why my team does all the work to release this show. It's so that we can help you. You can help make a difference in your show. And consequently, in your business. If you haven't left a review for the show, head over to ratethispod.com slash more. It's an easy way to show some love to the show. And also help us reach more podcasters who are looking for the same kind of support you were looking for. If you have any suggestions or ideas or thoughts you would like me to address on the show, be sure to reach out. Again, like I say a lot, this is the start of the conversation and I can't wait to hear what you have to say.